going to speak today and the next Sunday on a theme that I call with Jesus at Calvary. What is Calvary? Calvary is the place where Jesus was crucified. So our journeys are going to lead us to him on the cross at the Calvary. And I entitled this teaching The Seven Words from the cross. We are going to meditate on the seven words that Jesus gave while on the cross. How fitting it is to meditate on the seven last words of Christ from the cross. We are not going to meditate on the last words of Jesus. Because his last words can never be spoken. His words are eternal. His words are alive. His words are everlasting. Uh, I was with a, a, a pastor yesterday. Gestern war ich mit einem Pastor. And uh, after a short prayer, Und nach einem kurzen Gebet, God put it on my heart to share with him Proverbs chapter 3. Hat Gott es mir auf, den, auf, auf mein Herz gelegt, ihm Sprüche 3 zu teilen. Not to preach. Nicht um zu predigen. But just to read it to him loud. Aber einfach um es ihm vorzulesen. And when I read it, Und als ich es gelesen habe, it was so amazing. War es so toll. How meaningful these things which were written thousands of years ago are in our lives today. And how relevant they are. Not outmoded. Not outdated. And when I was contemplating and I began to say, wow. He said, but brother, don't you know the words are alive? Then I said, wow, so that is what it means that the word of God is alive. It's amazing. These words are eternal. In the Bible, there are very few people uh, whose end of life has been recorded and what they said and what they did at the end of their lives. There are really very few people. Um, their words, uh, people like Abraham, few attention was given to his last words. People like Jacob, Few attention was given to his words. But very significant. When he called the 12 patriarchs and then he said today, now I'm going to die and I'm going to be gathered to my fathers. And then he told them, but the law, your God, will visit you in the land of Egypt and he will take you away from this land 
And he will take you to the land that he has promised to give unto you. But remember, when you are going, do not leave my bones here. Let my bones be buried on the promised land. Joseph did the same. So among these few people, also von diesen wenigen Menschen, there is one person who was an exception. Da gibt es eine Person, die eine Ausnahme war. And this person was Jesus Christ. Und diese Person war Jesus Christus. Much was given about his last days <laughs> than the three years that much attention had been given to his last days, especially the last 40 days, than the three years or the 30 years, 33 years that he had lived. Sehr viel Aufmerksamkeit wurde seinen letzten Tagen geschenkt im Vergleich zu den, zu den drei Jahren, in denen er in seiner, in seiner Arbeit war oder auch die 30 Jahre, wo er gelebt hatte. What has been written about the last 40 days of his life are more than what had been recorded about him within the 33 years that he had lived. Was in den letzten 40 Tagen seines Lebens gesagt worden ist, ist mehr als was er in den letzten 33 Jahren seines Lebens gesagt hat. And this fact is very impressive. Und dieser Fakt ist sehr, sehr wichtig. And we know the lesson. Und wir wissen die Lektion darüber. Why he has come. Weshalb er gekommen ist. He has come to die for men. Er ist gekommen, um für die Menschheit zu sterben. And that is the gospel. Und das ist das Evangelium. That Christ Jesus died for humanity. Dass Jesus Christus für die Menschheit gestorben ist. For our sins. Für unsere Sünden. And that is why this must catch our attention. Und deshalb muss das unsere Aufmerksamkeit haben. On the cross, Am Kreuz Jesus spoke seven words. hat Jesus sieben Worte gesprochen. And we are going to deal with these seven words. Und diese sieben Worte werden wir uns anschauen. The words are divided into seven and into two forms. Die Worte sind eingeteilt in zwei Formen. The first three words that Jesus spoke. Die ersten drei Worte, die Jesus sprach, concerned other people. Ging um andere Menschen. And the last four words Und die Worte concerned himself. Da ging es um ihn When we talk about the cross, Wenn wir über das Kreuz sprechen, we are not talking about a place of joy. Da wir, nicht über einen Ort der Freude. we are not talking about a place of happiness. Wir nicht über einen Ort des Glücks. We are talking about suffering. Wir über Leid. And it is the greatest test to mankind. Und es ist der, 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 der stärkste Test, den ein Mensch haben kann. When you want to know the true identity of a person, wenn du die wahrhaftige Identität einer Person bist, it is when he is suffering. Dann ist es da, wenn er leidet. That is when you see his true character. Da siehst du seinen wahren Charakter. When everybody is happy, wenn alle glücklich sind, oh, we are happy, we, we are marvelous. Dann sind wir toll, sind wir froh. We do extremely good things. Wir machen sehr gute Dinge. But when we are in suffering, Aber wenn wir in sind, that is where our characters are being revealed. Da And that is why James chapter 1 verse 3 tells us, consider it pure joy. When you are tested, with all kinds of trials, for this suffering, this test, 
Denn dieser Test, dieses Leid, da wird Ausdauer geschaffen. Und Ausdauer formt Charakter. So, when we are tested, when we are in suffering, that is where we are formed. Wenn wir also getestet werden, wenn wir leiden, da werden wir gerade geformt. How are we formed? Wie werden wir geformt? There we discover what is not right with us. Da erkennen wir, was nicht richtig ist. And then we are taken to the place of transformation. Und dann werden wir zum Ort der Transformation gebracht. So for us, it is a pure joy. Für uns ist es also eine pure Freude. I was happy when Mama Dedesha did this verse with me this morning. Ich war sehr froh, als Mama Dedesha diesen Vers heute mit mir gemacht hat. And I told her that is the first verse I will mention in my in my preaching today. Und ich sag, God bless you. Und ich sag, das ist der erste Vers, den ich heute teilen werde. So when Jesus was in suffering, als Jesus geleidet hat, we realized that the first thing he taught about. Da realisieren wir, dass das Erste, woran er gedacht hat, war nicht er selber, sondern du und ich, andere Menschen. Hier sehen wir den wahren Charakter von Jesus Christus. Ich hoffe, jeder hat etwas zum Schreiben oder eure Notizen am Handy. Das erste Wort, was Jesus am Kreuz gesprochen hat, war das Wort, That is the greatest need for a sinner. War das Wort, was das was das größte Bedeutnis eines Sünders ist? That was the word of forgiveness. Das war das Wort der Vergebung. Luke chapter 23 verse 33 to 34. Lukas Kapitel 23 Vers 33 bis 34. Then we can see it clearly. Luke 33. Luke 23. Luke 23, 33 to 34. Not because he was a criminal. Nicht weil er ein Krimineller war. Not because he has done anything wrong. Nicht weil er irgendwas Schlimmes getan hat. But just because he did everything well and he did good. Aber nur weil er alles richtig gemacht hat und weil er alles gut gemacht hat. This is somebody who gave sight to the blind. Das ist jemand der der Antlitz für Blinde gegeben hat. Who saw a lame person and said, "Get up and walk." Der eine Person gesehen hat, die nicht laufen kann und sagt, "Steh auf und lauf." Somebody who went to the tomb of a dead person and said, "Lazarus." Somebody who saw people hungry and he multiplied bread and fed thousands of people. Jemand, der Menschen hungrig gesehen hat und Brot multipliziert hat in den in den Tausenden und sie gefüttert hat. Somebody who was upright in legal issues. Jemand, der ehrlich war in legalen Sachen. They came to him and they say, "Is it right to pay tax?" To the to Caesar, to the king, or should we take all the money and rather bring it to God? Und die kamen zu ihm und sagten zu ihm, sagten sie mal so zu Jesus, ist es richtig, das ganze Geld zu nehmen oder das Geld zu geben? Because people want to see him to be a person with illegal mind, with illegal ambitions. Weil Menschen ihn sehen wollen wie jemand, der illegale Gedanken hat, hinterhältige Gedanken. And he says, take your money. Und er sagte, nimm dein Geld. And they took the money. Und sie nahmen das Geld. And they say, whose logo is that on it? And what I see here is German logo. Not God's logo. 
Nicht das Logo vom Wort. And he says, well, what belongs to the German state? Give it to the German state. Und er sagte, was dem deutschen Staat gehört, gibt das auf den deutschen Staat. And what belongs to God? Give it to God. Und was Gott gehört, das gebe bitte auf Gott. So there was no reason to accuse this guy. Es gab also keinen Grund, ihn irgendwie zu, zu, zu beklagen. But because Aber weil they couldn't find any legitimate reason sie nicht irgendeinen sinnvollen Grund finden konnten, they fabricated reasons. haben sie irgendwelche Gründe geschaffen. They lied on him. Sie haben ihn angelogen. They said he was rebellious. He wanted to, you know, dethrone Caesar. Sie sagten, er war rebellhaft. He called himself the king. Er hat sich angeblich König genannt. And all kind of lies. He wants to destroy the laws of Moses. Und er will das Gesetz Moses brechen. Well, he said, I have come to fulfill them. Und er sagt, ich bin gekommen, sie zu erfüllen. And for no reason. Und ohne Grund. He was accused. Wurde er beklagt. He was taken before Pilate. Er wurde vor Pilatus gesetzt. Pilate analyzed him. They did all kind of investigations. Pilatus hat ihn analysiert. Die haben jegliche Form von Untersuchungen über ihn gemacht. He said, I have found no wrong in this person. Und er sagte, ich sehe keinen Fehler an dieser Person. And Pilate says, you know what? Und Pilatus sagte, wisst ihr was? You just need to defend yourself. Ihr müsst euch einfach selber verteidigen. And I will release you. Und ich werde euch befreien. He says, remain quiet. Jesus war still. Isaiah said, like a lamb. Jesus sagte, wie ein Lamm. He was led to the mortuary. Da wurde er geleitet zu dem, zu der, zum Schlachtplatz. Why would he keep quiet and not defend himself? Warum sollte er still sein und sich nicht verteidigen? In order to accomplish the reason for which he has come. Um den Grund zu erfüllen, weshalb er gekommen ist. That Christ must die for the sinners. So dass Christus sterben soll für die Sünder. The Lamb that was sacrificed in the paradise. Das Lamm, was geopfert worden ist im Paradies. To cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve. Um die Nacktheit von Adam und Eva zu bedecken. Was a foreshadow of the Lamb of God that will be sacrificed to cover the nakedness of sin that we inherit. Das war eine Vordeutung vor die, von dem Lamm, was kommen würde und uns retten würde von der Sünde, die in uns lebt. They accused him. Sie haben ihn beklagt. They lied on him. Sie haben ihn angelogen. They said everything horrible against him. Sie haben alles Schlimme über sie gesagt. But he kept quiet. Aber er blieb still. And he was led like a criminal. The nation was offered two options. Should we release Jesus to you? Or should we release Barnabas the criminal? The world shouts, give us a criminal. We prefer criminals. Wir bevorzugen Kriminelle than good people. als gute Menschen. I say always when you go for election stories in Africa. Ich sage euch immer, wenn es um, um Wahlen in Afrika geht. You will understand this. Dann werdet ihr das gerade verstehen. Because we love voting for criminals. Denn wir lieben es für Kriminelle zu wählen. Oh yes. In Europe the same. In Europe the same. Everywhere. Everywhere the same. We love criminals. Wir lieben Kriminelle. The trait does not start with this. And so he was led with the cross. And he was taken to Calvary. And there, he was crucified. And in what we see here, when they came to the place called Skull, that is Golgotha, 
You know, once you find yourself there, you know it is a, 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 a place of death. Und als sie kamen an die Städte, die da heißt die Schadestätte, das ist ein Wort, wo man weiß, wenn man da hinkommt, da geht es nur um Tod. There they crucified him. Kreuzigten sie ihn dort und die kreuzigten Along with the criminals. Und die Übeltäter mit ihm. He was counted among the criminals. Er wurde mitgezählt mit den Kriminellen. One was on his right side. Einen zu seiner rechten. And the other one on his left. Und einen zu linken. And there he spoke his first word. Und dort hat er sein erstes Wort gesprochen. Look at what happened. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Und Jesus aber sprach, Vater, vergib ihnen, denn sie wissen nicht, was sie tun. In another place, the word that said they start with, then he said, Father, forgive them. But they do not know what they are doing. Then, when, not when he was praised, but when he was insulted, when he was crucified, and if I say crucifixion, Und wenn ich Kreuzigung sage, it is not like they use rope to tie Jesus' hands on a cross. Ist das nicht so, dass die irgendwie Fäden genommen haben, seine Hände genagelt haben? They put his hand sie on haben, the tree. Sie haben seine Hände auf einen Baum getan. They took the hammer. Sie haben einen Hammer genommen. They took the nail and they hit it and hit it and hit it and hit it. Sie haben einen Nagel genommen und drauf geschlagen und geschlagen und geschlagen. They crucified him. Sie haben ihn gekreuzigt. With pains and bitterness. When they accuse him wrongly. Als sie ihn beklagt haben falsch, also als sie ihn falsch beklagt haben. When they had beaten him. Als sie ihn geschlagen haben. When they insulted him. Als sie ihn beleidigt haben. When they spat on him. Als sie ihn angespuckt haben. When they lied on him. Als sie ihn angelogen haben. Before anything else. The first thing that he did was to pray for forgiveness. Are you telling us to be like our Father? To be like Jesus? This is where it starts from. He had no resentment. No bitterness. Keine Bitterheit. Against those who were doing all these things to him. Gegen die, die das alles ihm angetan haben. The only thing he could think about. Das einzige, woran er denken konnte. Was not how to curse them. War nicht, wie man, wie er sie verflucht. The only thing he could think about. Das einzige, woran er denken konnte. Was not how to call fire from heaven to come and consume them. War nicht, Feuer vom Himmel zu rufen, dass er, dass er sie verbrennt. The only thing he could think about. Das einzige, woran er denken konnte. Was not to pray the dangerous prayer, return to the sender. What they are sending to me, God return it back to them. No. That prayer is not from our Lord. The prayer that came from him. Father, forgive them. Oh Jesus. How we ought to be like our Lord. And this he said. Und das sagte er, was a confirmation of one of the preachings that he gave from the beginning of his life. 
von einer Predigt, die er am Anfang seines Lebens gehalten hatte. You see, beloved, Jesus Christ is the physical manifestation of our Father in words and in action. Jesus ist die physikalische Manifestation von unserem Vater in Aktion und in seinen Worten. That is what when Philip says, show us the Father. Deshalb, wenn Philippus, wenn in Philippus steht, zeigen uns den Vater. He was so shocked and said, since that time, I am with you. Don't you know me? Da sagte er, seit Anfang an bin ich mit euch. Kennt ihr mich nicht? He who has seen me, der, der mich gesehen has hat, seen the Father. hat auch den Vater gesehen. Today, so many people are running and they are seeking God. Heute laufen so viele Menschen voraus und wollen Gott. And they are passing by passing Jesus, looking for God. Und sie kommen an Jesus vorbei, während sie Jesus suchen. You will never see him. For he, in him, dwell all the fullness of God. In him live all the full of God. Everything we should know about God is found in him. And he taught us about forgiveness. In words. One thing is to preach it. And it is another thing to live it. From the beginning of his teachings, the mountain on the sermon, the beatitudes, in Matthew chapter 5 from verse 43 to 48, what we call the constitution of the kingdom of God, the constitution. The constitution. Okay, now of the kingdom of God. It is from Matthew 5 to Matthew 7. And look at what Jesus is saying from verse 43 to 48. He is teaching people at the beginning of his ministry. Matthew 5. Matthäus 5. Verse 43. Yes. You have heard that it was said to you, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. You see, that is what you were told. When somebody is your neighbor, when somebody does good to you, love that person. But your enemy hates him. But look at what Jesus is saying. But I, Jesus, the living word of God, I am telling you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Pray for those who persecute you. Those who are doing your harm. Pray for them. Jesus taught it. At the beginning of his ministry. He preached it. And at the end, he lived it. To show us that the words must not only be preached, but must be lived. What did he say? That you may be sons of your father in heaven. This is about like father, like son. Like we heard in the teaching today. You 
this fact with me. Ihr könnt kommen und das mit mir diskutieren. Oh, Elijah did it. He called fire to destroy the enemy. Elijah did it, yes. But Jesus doesn't do it. Elijah hat Feuer gerufen, um seine Feinde zu zerstören, aber Jesus hat das nicht getan. You can come and tell me, oh, David prayed that the enemy should be cursed and their children should die. David prayed it, oh yes, but Jesus doesn't do it. Ihr könnt mir sagen, dass David dafür gebetet hat, dass die Kinder seiner Feinde sterben, aber Jesus hat das nicht getan. You can come and tell me, Jeremiah prayed like that, that all that they have plot against me to go back to them. Oh yes, Jeremiah did it. But Jesus will never do that. Amen. And this is what Jesus does. He is the Son of God. Therefore, he does what he sees the Father doing. What the Father does is to love good and bad people together. That is where the gospel starts from. For God so loved the world. The world is full of bad people as well as good people. The message is not for God so loved good people. No. For God so loved the world. And Jesus brought us to practical things. Today it is sunny. I bet you, people who are enjoying the sun more are people who are not Christians. Are you enjoying the sun? No, you are inside here. Even the floor this place is dark. Just go outside and see how people who are unbelievers like Christians are enjoying the sun. He says in that you will see the love of your father. He makes the sun to rise for good people as well as for bad people. Jesus, that is our father. I always say it. If I were God, when this sun rises today, anybody who is not a believer will not see even a sun ray. I will only give the sun to those who are Christians in their homes, in their sleep life. Even when you come to sleep life, when Christians are, there will be sun. When I'm Christians are, there will be no sun. That is what I will do. Oh, praise God, I am not God and I can never be God. Because God is so much unlike any human being. And because he's a good father, he makes the sun to rise for good people as well as for bad people. To be like our father. That is what we are called to be. He sends the rain. Also to good people and bad people. Sometimes when you feel the sun is too much and it's too hot and you are, you know, sweating, then all of a sudden everything becomes dark and the rain to start to fall and the temperature falls down cool. We all enjoy that. Continue to tell us what he teaches us. If you love those who love you, what extraordinary thing have you done? Even the most criminal, the most wicked person on this earth, 
Sogar die kriminellsten Menschen auf dieser Welt lieben ihre Kinder, lieben ihre Familien, lieben ihre Familien. Sie lieben Menschen, die die lieben. Don't they? Oder nicht? Oh yes, so you do nothing so extraordinary when you do that, says Jesus. Yes, for the seven. And if you greet only your brothers, if you say hello to only people who say hello to you, What is so extraordinary about it? Everybody does that. You don't need to be a Christian to know that, oh, if somebody says hello to you, you send hello to the person. Only sometimes in Germany, when people are stressed and you say hello to them, they will ask you, but this is from here. But it doesn't matter. Therefore, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Do you see where the perfection of God is? The perfection of God is in the fact that he does not discriminate among people. Therefore be perfect as your father in heaven. Oh, how we are called to go beyond the human standard of love and reach that level of love that is beyond human logic and human reason. Jesus preached it. And I believe that there some people will be there and say, Jesus, it is easier said than done. I would have said the same when I was there, when I was there. But then, in Luke chapter 23, verse 34, that is what we just read. Jesus prayed for people who were killing him. People who were crucifying him. He said, Father, forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. Jesus considered Do you think the people did not know what they were doing? Do you think they did not know? They didn't know that they were killing somebody. They didn't know that they were lying on Jesus. They didn't know that when you slap someone it hurts. They didn't know that when they nail the person, you feel the pain. Peter spoke about that. On the day of Pentecost, Peter said, you have killed the altar of life. The altar, the altar, the source of life. You have killed him. But God raised him up on the third day. Not Peter said, you have acted in ignorance. They thought they were just killing one of the people that they kill all the time. They thought they were just using their power to destroy or to, 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 to bring a stop to somebody who was disturbing them. But they didn't know that they were crucifying the author of life. And he said, you have acted in ignorance. Had you known, you wouldn't have done that. That Jesus understood already on the cross. If you 
really know the consequences of what you are doing, you wouldn't do it. How, how it is important that we begin to see people who wrong us with this eye. They know what they are doing. But their ignorance about it is that when you know that evil is not good, you will not do it. How do we learn to put this into practice? Somebody lied on you. You look at it from the perspective of Christ. And say, no, Father, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. I didn't really know you wouldn't treat me that way. Somebody abuses you. Ah, misbrot is a, is, is a very strong word. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the word I want you to not misbrot. For that one, mm -mm. no, 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 we deal it in another way, really. And then you look at it and say, oh, I have never met anything wrong against this person. And he treats me that way. It's because he doesn't know what he's doing. And then you pray for the person. Beloved, that is the only way we can become sons and daughters of our Father. That is the example Jesus showed us. And we saw the same example with uh, Stephen. They brought him out. They lied on him. They took stone. They began to stone him to death. The only thing he saw was the heavens open. The only thing he saw was Jesus standing by the, by, by the right side of the Father. And the only thing he remembered was the prayer that Jesus offered for those who were killing him. And because he learned from Jesus, he could also pray. Father, do not count this one as sin for them. Forgive them. We are called Christians. Let us go with Jesus to the cross. Live our life there. And take his life. And walk his way. There are a few things I want to mention here before I bring the message to the end. I thought I could have touched at least three points, but we only touched one. Yes. Uh, is the, the form of the prayer. And this is very important to me. How does the prayer start? The way it starts. The prayer starts with what? Wow. What a tender word. Father. Father. In that situation, Jesus still maintained this relationship with the Father. You know, one of the greatest things that Jesus came to teach us is to show us the relationship between God and us. And that is the relationship of father, son, and daughter. 
That is what we didn't know really in the Old Testament. Das ist was wir nicht wirklich im Alten Testament gesehen haben. We know of Jehovah Sebaoth. Wir kennen Jehovah Sebaoth. We know of Jehovah El Shaddai. Jehovah El Shaddai. Jehovah Tikkunu. Jehovah Tikkunu. The Lord, the Warrior. Der Herr, der Kämpfer. The Almighty. Der Allmächtige. The All Powerful. Der Allmachtvolle. And the more we realize that. Und je mehr wir das the more he is so afraid from us. And Jesus come and say, und Jesus kommt und sagt, if you want to pray, wenn du beten möchtest, this is how you should pray. Dann sollst du so beten. Not Jehovah Sebaoth, Jehovah Sebaoth, no. Pray our Father. Sag unser Vater. Our Father. Unser Vater. Our Father. The more you realize he's your father, the more closer you get to him. Oh, what a tender word that we can call God our father. Even on the cross, Jesus revealed that word. He prayed and he said, Father. Point number two. How do you call God Father in such a situation? Situation of pain. Of suffering. The question is, the people ask, is he really a righteous person? Is God really his father? Just like it happens to us whenever we are in trouble. And then people ask you to begin to question your faith in God and your relationship with God. Suffering does not determine the relationship that we have with God. Either in death or alive, we are his and nothing changes that. That is what Paul said. That nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Either life or death, suffering or goodness, past or present, suffering, nothing. And I want to tell you something to their brothers and sisters. Never let anything question your integrity and your position as a son and a daughter of God. In the concentration camp, there was a Jewish survivor, Elivizo. He died last year. I, I studied him a lot. He was such a great person. They were in the concentration camp and there was a young guy from Denmark uh, who was helping the Jews during the persecution. And this guy was arrested. And he was also brought into the concentration camp. So um, they needed to punish him in front of everybody to scare others. And first of all, they, 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 you know, he didn't eat well after so many days. And they brought him in front of, they, they called the gathering of all the, 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 the people in the camp. And they brought him in the presence of the people to hang him. Und sie haben ihn vor einem Menschen dargestellt, zur Schau gestellt, um ihn dann zu erhängen. Just a young guy. 
And they were standing in the in the queue, you know, they were all lined up to see God they are going to punish the guy. And the young guy was there powerless. Und der junge Mann war da machtlos. And they put the rope on his neck. Und sie haben den, ähm, Seil Hals And somebody asked from the back. Und jemand von hinten hat gefragt, God, bist du? God, wo bist du? Where are you, God? Wo bist du, God? That's your son. Das dein Sohn is crucified. Where are you, that this young boy? Wo bist du, Where are you? Wo bist du? Just like we all ask the question whenever we are in problems. Where are you? He says, all of a sudden, he heard a voice telling him, he is right there in that young boy that is going to be hung up there. He is not sitting on a throne somewhere watching the guy. He is right there with the guy. In the guy. And he's going to die with the guy. Oh, hallelujah. And he's taking him directly to his kingdom. That is where God is. In our suffering. And whenever we are speaking about Jesus, remember we are talking about a God that associates himself with the suffering people. He identifies himself with you. Even in the suffering, he is, he is and remains our Father. Is that not so good? It is very good. So that is the first thing we need to know about the words of Jesus on the cross. As we are on the way towards the Easter, let us be meditating on these things. Next Sunday, God willing, we are going to speak about Jesus' certainty about the future life. Yeah, the, the, the answer to man's uncertainty. The question we always ask after death, what is next? Jesus answered that question on the cross. And then God willing, we are going to speak also about the, 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 the sacredness of family. Jesus dealt with that on the cross. How sacred our families are. How important they are. We wanted to have a program here on Friday, on Sunday, and on Monday of Easter. But in some discussions, we realized that no. We should leave the Mondays for families. Because families are very important to God. And on the cross, Jesus dealt with issues of family. And we are going to deal with that as well. May God bless you. That is the end of the preaching. But like, oh, you want to clap to God? Let's do it. Five minutes.
I want to introduce us to a foundation of our Christian faith. Like I mentioned before, we are living in a, in a pluralistic society. Living together in a society with different religions. Christianity. Hinduism, Islam, Islam a Buddhism, Buddhism, all the Judaism, all the ism, ism, ism. Um, and also atheism, where people do not believe in God. And uh, we know that when these things are not balanced well, they cause problem in our societies. Um, problems of religions and beliefs. And we are living in a, uh, in, a, in, a, in a society or in a country and our responsibility as citizens of a nation like uh, what the scripture advises us is to seek for peace of the nation. Not only do we pray for peace, but we work for peace. And some of these uh, peace uh, um, actions is what we call interreligious dialogue. People from different confessions and beliefs can come together and speak. But I want to equip you for such things in the society wherever you find yourself. How do we go and take part in those discussions? We don't go and start telling people, hey, you are going to hell. If you don't come to Jesus, you will go to hell. No, we don't do that. We don't go and impose our views and our beliefs on people. No. Because every Christian has this elementary truth. Jesus says, No one can come to me unless the Father draws him to me. You can say, Pastor Nick preaches good. Oh, yes. I can preach and preach and preach, but if the Father does not draw anyone, nobody will repent. It is God that brings people to Christ. Therefore, we don't go in the spirit of imposing our ideas on people. Rather, the knowledge that the scripture teaches is that all of us should be very smart in listening, but very calm and quiet in speaking. So we go and listen more than to speak. Every Christian who speaks more than uh, listening always messes things up. And you know that problem, you know who have it more? With the pastors. We like to know before you come with them with us with one thing, we start telling you thousand things already, even without listening to you properly. Oh, we will quote all the scriptures in the Bible already. You know? No, no, no. We are called to listen more and speak less. 
Wir sind berufen dazu, mehr zuzuhören und weniger zu sprechen. And that is part of controlling or self-control. Das gehört zu Selbstkontrolle. First Peter chapter 3 verse 15. Erster Petrus Kapitel 3 Vers 15. I want to give you the, the basis of these discussions. Ich möchte euch die Basis dieser Diskussion aufzeigen. Yes. <laughs> Are you there? But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Heiligt aber den Herrn Christus in eurem Herzen. Always be prepared, be, give, be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give him the reason for the hope that you have. Seid alle Zeit bereit zur Verantwortung von jedermann, der von einer Rechenschaft fordert. But do this with gentleness and respect. Über die Hoffnung, die in euch ist, und das mit Sanftmut und Gottes Furcht. There are two things here. These things are again embedded in the greatest commandment. What is the greatest commandment? Love the Lord God with all your hearts, with all your minds, with all your strength. And the second one is love your neighbor as you love yourself. This is what we need in those settings. We need to love God with all our heart, our strength and everything. Now Peter is saying in your heart there is something you must do. And that thing is non-negotiable. Und das ist nicht vereinbar, äh, nicht diskutierbar. No Dafür gibt es keinen Kompromiss. Wherever you go, Wo auch immer ihr in any discussion, in jeglicher Diskussion, set the Lord apart. Trennt den Herrn. Jesus as the Lord of your heart. Als Gott, der, der der Herr eurer Herzen ist. That stool, that seat, you don't negotiate that one with anybody. Dass ihr hier sitzt, verhandelt ihr mit niemandem. You set him apart as the Lord. We can talk about anything, but to negotiate if Jesus is Lord, the Son of God, or whatsoever, that one is untouchable. You can über alles diskutieren, aber dass Jesus Christus Gott ist und der Sohn von Gott, das ist nicht vereinbar. If he is the Lord, is untouchable. Dass er der Herr ist, ist nicht diskutierbar. You can believe that he was one of good persons, one of a prophet. That is your belief. Du kannst glauben, dass er ein Prophet war, ein guter Mann, etc. But you and me, we don't negotiate his lordship. Aber du und ich diskutieren nicht über seine Rechte. I set him apart for that. Ich trenne ihn davon. And now that he has that position, let's talk about anything. Jetzt, wo wir diese Position geklärt haben, können wir über alles reden. I will give you an answer about whatever you want to know. Ich gebe euch eine Antwort über alles, was ihr wissen wollt. I will also listen to you. But I am doing this in the framework of love your neighbor as you love yourself. I do it with gentleness and with respect. With respect to your religion. With respect to your faith. I respect it. That is the spirit in which we, the children of God, need to live in a pluralistic society. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen.